Welcome back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. In December, we as Kentucky Strength and Conditioning Coaches are focusing in on our own mental health. And I wanted to share my thoughts on the topic in my own personal routine. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoy my conversation. One of the books that we as Kentucky Strength Conditioning Coaches hang our hats on in regards to self-leadership and leading others is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Without going into too much detail, this book exemplifies the importance of putting first things first, which is habit number three, and managing our time to focus on activities that fall into quadrant number two. These are activities that are very important, but not necessarily urgent. Quadrant two activities include things like exercising, building relationships, any sort of preventative measure, planning, and the list goes on. And I think it's important to note that as strength coaches, we are servants. And a big part of our job is to serve the student athletes, sport coaches, and teams we work with. And too often, this leads to us putting others' needs in front of our own. And over time, this can lead to an unhealthy lifestyle. And specifically, I'm speaking of our mental well-being. And that leads me into the theme that we as Kentucky Strength Coaches are going to be focusing on for the month of December, which is our own mental health. And for those of you that don't know, each month we have a theme. Most of the time it is something physical. In November, we worked on our hamstring health and did some testing with the Norboard. In January, we do jumping and plyometric circuits. In February, it's speed and agility drills. In March, we do movement screen. But in December, I, want us to, I wanted us to focus on our own individual mental health. And in this episode, I wanted to share some of my thoughts on the topic. First, I want to discuss the goals I have for our staff for the month of December. First off, I wanted us to finish 2021 on a high note while also starting 2022 strong and focusing on our mental health will no doubt help us achieve this goal. Number two, I strongly believe that to be the best strength coach you can be, you must practice your craft. And typically when I give this example, I'm referring to, uh, let's say, Olympic lifting. If you as a strength coach focus in on the technical aspects of your own Olympic lifts while you're doing those lifts, I have no doubt that when you are on the floor, you're going to be a better coach at recognizing and correcting those flaws. The same thing goes for running mechanics and change of direction uh, mechanics. But even going outside of the weight room, I also believe that you as a strength coach, if you're setting goals for yourself and you have a list of uh, good practices as you are setting those goals for you as a professional or personally, that's going to allow you to be a better coach when you're talking with your student athletes about their own goal setting. And I think mental health is no different. Not only by you focusing on your own mental health, you'll be able to relate better to your student athletes, but they are going to see and notice that you are prioritizing your own mental health, which will allow you to be a great role model for them outside the four walls of the weight room. This leads me into another goal. Another goal I have is us at least helping eliminate the stigma with mental health. health. And I, I, 
understand that I know we can't change the world's view by focusing on mental health for just a month of December, but we can damn sure make sure that there is not a stigma amongst our staff. And I have no doubt that our positive perspective will spill into others, including our student athletes. The next thing I wanted to discuss is exactly, is exactly what we're gonna be doing. And long story short, it's as simple as us prioritizing our own mental health. And it's gonna look different for each of us. One thing we discussed earlier this week in our staff meeting is that mental health is a, an area that is extremely individualized. Yoga and mindfulness practice might work for one person, but not another. So during this month, we're going to continue to do what we know works for us while experimenting with other resources that we have available. And then once we all get back on campus in the month of January, our plan is to share what we learned. Next thing I wanted to dive into is I wanted to share my routine with how I set myself up for success mentally each day. And to put it plainly, it's each morning I attempt to win the morning and I'm doing, you know, air quotes, win the morning. Now, sometimes the order of the actions that I'm about to lay out are different depending on my schedule or the time of the year, but I just wanted to talk through them. One of the things I do is, and this is fairly recently, I would say within the last year, I do not read work emails right when I wake up. Another thing is I make coffee for my wife and empty the dishwasher. One thing that helps fill my bucket is helping somebody I love. So a simple act of making coffee for my wife puts me in a better mood and it allows me to be a better person on top of me completing a simple task. Both those things help me uh, be in a better mood mentally. Another thing is I, uh, I complete my daily Spanish lesson. My current streak is 449 days straight of a daily Spanish lesson. Going back to the dishwasher example, I'm a very task-oriented person. So by me completing these tasks, it's something small I'm doing for myself that just fills my bucket. And filling my bucket is something that my youngest son says all the time. Another thing is I set an intention for the day. Every day has its struggles and I feel grounded and better prepared to attack the day when I have an intention to focus on. And I got this concept from several different people, but it initially came up um, from our yoga instructor that has worked with our strength staff and most of our sport teams at Kentucky, and her name is Kate Kaiser. Before she would start uh, a yoga practice with us, she would take us through some deep breaths, then allow us a few seconds to set an intention for that session. And I found it was very useful for my yoga practice and also in my daily life. I usually set an intention based on what's going on in my life that day or that week, but I wanted to give you a couple examples. Sometimes I'm really focused in on being patient, whether that's at work or at home. Patience is something that I tend to find that I need to put some intentional effort into to make sure I'm the best version of Spurlock that I can be. Another example is making sure that I'm an empathetic listener, a courageous leader, and sometimes it's an action that I really want to focus in on. Um, an action as simple as, hey, today I am not going to react out of anger or frustration. I'm going to choose to respond. And those are some examples of the intentions I've set before for myself. Another thing I do is I take at least one minute to have zero input. 
no music, no podcast, nobody to talk to, nothing to read. I tune into my breath and clear my mind for at least one minute. Moving on to my drive into work, and I have about a, depending on traffic, let's say an average 20 minute drive into work each day. I listen to two short podcasts, and one of my favorites that I wanted to share with you that I recently added uh, to my daily routine is a podcast called The Daily Dad by Ryan Holiday. Each episode is about two to five minutes long, so it does not take up a lot of time, but I really enjoy listening to Ryan's thoughts on being a parent. And then last but not least, at some point during my morning, I train, I work out. Um, I've learned throughout the years that when I prioritize my physical health, my mental health, and everything else that goes along with it is primed and ready for the stresses of college athletics and being a parent. Now, going back to the seven habits of highly effective people, all of the things I just discussed fall under quadrant number two. They are important, they're not necessarily urgent, and they were individualized to me. And I wanted to point out that even the act of not doing something, like the first thing that I mentioned of not reading work emails first thing in the morning, is a quadrant number two activity. Now, like I mentioned, these actions I take to prioritize my mental health and win the morning are individualized to me. They might not work for you. But I do believe that the common denominator is prioritizing your daily routine. Prioritizing your daily routine. Figure out what works for you, prioritize it, and make it a habit. And if you listen to my episode on how I stay organized, you notice that several of the items I listed go back to me being organized. And I would say that the biggest takeaway for me from thinking through how I prioritize my mental health is that it is directly related to me staying organized. When I'm organized, I feel like I am mentally my best self. So to wrap up, I wanted to extend an invitation to those listening. Join us in finishing 2021 on a high note and starting 2022 strong prioritize your mental health, talk about your routine with your family and friends, help ensure that the stigma around mental health is not present with the people in your circle. Thank you so much for listening today. Like always, if you have any questions or comments for us, reach out to us via email at ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks and go Cats.